Once again, you guessed it, it's the Story Pirates Podcast. Lee here, and today's episode has got it all. Aliens from outer space, tongue twisters, pockets, fortune cookies, and a very special guest, the amazing singer, Jawan Crawley. All of that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm spelled R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids podcasts, including Story Pirates pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Thank you all for coming to the very first meeting of the Tongue Twister Club. Or, should I say, thanks to those who took the time to twist their tongues together today. Thanks to those who took the time to twist their tongues together today. Ah, terrific. Wait, why are we doing this? Because I felt like we didn't have enough good tongue twisters. So I wanted to get together today and brainstorm. Rachel, you got anything? Uh, yes, in fact, I do have one. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, yes. My wristwatch witch wash splish splash. Has anyone... Uh, do you, uh, do, do, no. You know what? I don't, I don't have one. Wait, wait, wait. What about two tooths and two truths, tooth at the dentist, Tuscaloosa? I'm sorry. This might be the one thing I'm not good at. I will unpack that later. I've got it. The ocean is wet. Nope. (sighs) Maybe if I try singing it? Oh, no. This isn't going well. It's pretty hard. Yeah, our words were wordiest when we weren't worrying. <gasps> Gasp! Very good. Ooh, uh, sorry, what was very good? 
Why are we clapping? That was fun. To celebrate that new tongue twister, I'm gonna take a sip of my kefir. Did you just pull that kefir out of your shoe? Yeah. Wow, Lee the leader loves to keep a liter of kefir in his sneaker. <gasps> Gasp! Now we're cooking with gas. More like cooking cookies, cooking them. Here, here we go. Oh, sorry, so close. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got one. Huh? huh? Uh, Lee? Why is there a tiny version of yourself sitting in your pocket and talking to us? Oh yeah, that's Tiny Lee. Tiny Lee? Uh-huh, he's like a little tiny me. He's four inches tall and he lives in my pocket. Has he always lived there? Oh, no, 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 he just showed up this morning. From, I don't know. Let me introduce myself. I'm Tiny Lee. Mmm, yeah, that's not enough info. I like pineapples? Huh, and you were just gonna jump in and do a tongue twister without any explanation? Uh, yeah. So who wants to hear my tongue twister? I just like writing stories. That's a good line. Work hard and never give up on your story. They will probably head to the grocery store first. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. Wow, he really is just a tiny version of you, huh? Yep, pretty much. He's even wearing the same orange velour tuxedo and matching tiny top hat. What can I say? He's got style. It's true, I do. And he sounds just like you too. Wait, but- Should we do a story? Yeah! Listeners, have you ever had a problem that just won't go away? If so, I think you're gonna relate to this first song, which features the musical stylings of the one and only Joan Crawley. Psst, Tiny Lee, say the next part. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name's Ethan. I'm seven years old and I live in Colorado. This is my story, Martian Mellows. Andrew, and I got a tale to tell about a time I saved the world from an alien invasion. One day I was on my way to school when I saw something oh so cool in the park that warranted an investigation. It was an alien ship, like something out of a dream. When all of a sudden aliens came out of running and began attacking me. What did they want from me? What did they want from me? Well, they went Marshmallows, marshmallows, that is what they want We want marshmallows Marshmallows, that is what we want Oh, oh, marshmallows, marshmallows, that is what we want We want marshmallows, marshmallows, that is what we want I managed to get away I got to my classroom and all my friends were there 
but instead of class, they were having a blast in the middle of a paper ball fight when suddenly the aliens arrived and they just started diving for those paper balls because they were all small and white. But soon the aliens noticed that the paper was not gooey trees. And before I could know it, the aliens refocused and again started attacking me. that volleyball, Andrew. Uh, thanks. You know, I can't believe that whole alien invasion thing was a week ago. Yeah, it's a good thing you got rid of them, too, because honestly, this volleyball does look like a giant marshmallow. <laughs> You're right.
And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi, Ethan. It's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi, Lee. So let me ask you a question. What? Do you think that aliens are real? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Huh. But they found ice on some planets, so there might have used to have been life. Yeah, I think I heard that too. Yeah, they found ice on Mars, in fact. And what does it mean to have found ice on Mars? Why does that mean that there might be alien life? Because things need water and ice is freeze water. Oh, so it shows that Mars could have supported some kind of life because it had something that live things need, water. Uh-huh. Do you think that we'll ever meet any of those aliens? Do you think they'll ever come to Earth? Don't know. But maybe we will instead go up and find them. I think you could be right. And Eason, if you could meet one of those aliens and if you could give them something from Earth as a present to show them what life is like here and to make friends with them, what would you give them? An antenna so they can watch TV. So what do you think they would watch on TV? Well, they would see more of what we're like and learn about stuff. Is there anything else that you would give them to help them feel welcome? I would take them on a hike on Earth. Oh, fun. Where would you want to take them on a hike? I think the place was called the Red Rock. You know what? If you took them to Red Rocks, they might feel at home. Do you know why? What color are the rocks on Mars? Red. Just like Red Rocks. Yeah. Now, what if an alien was taking you to their home? Is there a planet that you would want to visit the most? Well, it's a dwarf planet, but I think it's Pluto. Uh Uh-huh. What do you like about Pluto? Well, it has the longest orbit, so I would get to have the day will be longer and I wouldn't have to go to bed time for a long time. (laughs) I have one more question for you. Sure. Do you have any marshmallows on you right now? No. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure so that no Martians come down to get them from you. They will probably head for the grocery store first. Straight to the marshmallow aisle. Yeah. And I would buy also, I would also buy 16 bags for myself, too. (laughs) Eason, thank you so much for letting us perform your story. Yeah, thank you for calling me. Talk to you later. You too. Bye, Eason. Bye. I agree, that story was amazing. Lee, this is pretty weird, and I know weird. I once wore my pants backwards for a full year. I don't think it's weird. There's a tiny version of me that looks, acts, and dresses just like me, and he hangs out in my pocket. How is that weird? Well, I guess when you put it that way. Lee, how do you know we can trust this tiny Lee? Tiny Lee, I demand you tell us where you came from. I... I... Don't remember. Ha, likely story. It's true. I have a really tiny brain with a tiny memory. I can barely remember what I had for... Wait, what's it called? Breakfast? Breakfast! Well, that's unhelpful. You don't remember where you came from or why you're here? Nope, but I love it here. I love hanging out with Big Lee and all his friends. I hope you'll let me stay. I guess... Come on, please. I, for one really want to get to know Tiny Lee. Okay, okay. I'll just get yeah. right now. He can stay. Yay! Having a good time together.
top dog. Having a good time together. Singing a song in perfect harmony. Having a good time together. Riding a tandem bike. But one of the seats is so tiny and low to the ground. We're having a real good time. Wow, that was so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Tiny Lee, why do you look sad? Oh, it's nothing, Big Lee. It's just, never mind. Hey, don't look away from me. You know you can tell me anything. Well, it's just, these last 20 minutes when we were doing that montage, they were the best 20 minutes of my life. That's great, mine too. You're my best friend. Same, but... I've been thinking a lot about what your friends were saying this morning. Lee, this is pretty weird. You don't remember where you came from or why you're here? Did you just pull that kefir out of your shoe? Oh, come on. Don't let those spooky memory voices get you down. But don't you think I should find out where I came from? If that's what you want, then of course. Let's find some answers. Hey, everyone! Yes? We're gonna try and find out where Tiny Lee came from. If it's the last thing we do, we'll search high and low. We'll hire private investigators. We'll scour the globe. We'll... Follow these tiny footprints and see where they lead? Yes, we'll do that. Come on, let's go. Follow the footprints. This way. They lead down these steps. Wow, the sub-basement. We're here. Whoa, where are we? My friends! Yay! You're back! Huh, I see. In the sub-basement of our ship, there are tiny versions of us all living in a tiny version of our ship. <gasps> so neat. But who would do something like this? Me would. Gasp! <gasps> it's everyone's favorite character that only shows up once a season, Smitty! Gasp! <gasps> I don't know who that is. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. 
If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Smitty! We didn't even know you were still down here. Of course I'm still down here. Where did you think I went? I don't know. Out? No, this is my home. Maybe you'd know I was here if you bothered to come visit every now and again. You never call. You never write. Hmm. Sorry, Smitty. Can someone fill me in here? Smitty came with the ship. Oh. Checks out. Nice to meet you. Enough pleasantries. Can we please talk about the obvious thing here? Smitty, you got an amazing haircut. Thank you. It's short on the sides, but long in the front. Do you like it? I love it. Thanks. I thought it felt a bit new, uh, fresh. Oh, it's so cute. Wait, can we talk about the tiny people, though? Oh, right. See, I get lonely down here, but I didn't want to bother anyone, and I had a lot of time on my hands, so I took a couple of online classes and then invented a cloning shrink ray. Then I made a bunch of tiny clones so I could see you all anytime I wanted, without having to go upstairs. Wow. What kind of online classes? It was 19th century lit and ceramics. Smitty, I feel bad that you felt like you had to go through so much trouble just to hang out with us. Oh, it's okay. It was fun. I actually made a tiny version of myself, too. Aw, look at little Smitty. Hello, everybody. Oh, we are all pretty cute in there. Oh, look at tiny Nimini. She's making a tiny to-do list. <laughs> Let's see what's on my to-do list for today. And tiny Rachel is making a tiny chair. Did somebody say old wooden chair? Tiny Megan is doing a tiny adaptation of a doll's house. This festival would be nothing without you. Or me. Actually, mostly me. Wow. Tiny Megan is a huge diva. Tiny Peter is eating a tiny potato. The beautiful potato. <laughs> tiny Eric is singing a tiny song. Ooh, I'm so tiny and also small. And look, Tiny Smitty is using a tiny cloning shrink ray to make even tinier versions of everyone. Aww. Aww. Wait, wait, wait. One even smaller. Hi, tiny, tiny Lee. Hello. Hi, tiny Smitty. Ahoy. Time to make some more friends. No, no wait. wait. Hello. 
versions of us and it's going to go on for infinity. Why is that bad though? They're not hurting anybody. See, this is what I mean by can't quite put my finger on it. Don't put your finger on us. It'll crush us. Whee! Smitty, isn't there anything you can do? What about a story? Why does everyone cut to a story? Okay. Okay, listeners, have you ever had a fortune cookie? And if you have had one, did your fortune come true? Do you even believe that fortunes and fortune cookies can tell the future? If you're not sure, this next story might help you decide, or it might not. Psst, Tiny Lease, it's your line. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, my name is Emmett. I'm seven years old. I'm from Idaho, and this is my story, The Big Fortune. Hello, and welcome to Cowtown's number one pet store. I'm Peter the Cow. How can I help you? A cow that sells pets? <laughs> that's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> oh, see, that's funny, because we're both cows. A good one. Anyway, how can I help you? I'd like to buy this pet snake. That'll be 17 cow dollars. You can charge it to my Mooster card. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're cows. Hey, would you like a fortune cookie? I always keep a big bowl of them right here in my shop. Do you really believe in that sort of thing? I swear by them. Every day I open one up and whatever my fortune says always ends up being true. Well, in that case, don't mind if I move. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? It says your hunger will soon be satisfied. I'll believe that when it happens. <clears throat> Say, this cookie is delicious, and now <gasps> I'm not hungry anymore. You can always trust a fortune cookie. You've convinced me of the power of the cookie. <laughs> Wait, you forgot your snake. Oh, well, I guess it's time to open my daily fortune cookie. Here we go. Today is going to be the best day ever. Wow, that's the best fortune I've ever received. I can't wait to see what happens. What the? Oh, no. The cats have broken out of their cages. Oh, and now the dogs have escaped, too. Oh, no. All the pets have escaped the store, and they're all running away. No. Come back. Fortune cookie. So far, this is not the best day ever. It has been the worst day ever. I've got to call someone for help. John, it's Peter, the cow from the pet store. Peter, buddy, so good to hear from you. Hey, how was that monster cheese you bought last week? Exquisite, but there's no time for that. All of my pets have broken out of the pet store. Holy us, that's a big problem. I've got an idea. Everybody knows that dogs love cheese, right? Of course. I'll just put some of my cheese outside my store and the dogs will come a-running. But what about the rest of the animals? Be right back. Hey, dogs! Free cheese! Come and get it! Good news, Peter! It worked! Well, that takes care of at least some of my problem. But the rest of my animals are still running all over town. I don't see how today could possibly end up being the best day ever. I thought I could always trust a fortune cookie, but uh, maybe I was wrong? Peter! monologuing, and I think you forgot that you're still on the phone with me. Uh, sorry, John. Uh, talk to you later. 
Okay, let's see. Whom can I call who will know how to capture all the other animals? Oh, I know. Movie theater. The only movie theater run by a cow. Sarah, it's Peter, the cow, from the pet store. Hey! All of my animals have escaped from my store. Can you help me? I know just the thing. I'll put on a screening of Charlotte's Web. How will that help? Well, everyone knows that animals love films starring other animals, right? Of course. So, if I play a movie starring a bunch of animals, all of your animals will come running. Well, I don't know Be if... Be right back! Free screening of Charlotte's Web! Come on in! Oh, hey, Charlotte. That's a pretty cool way. It worked! The animals are all safely inside the theater, and you can come pick them up in one hour and 53 minutes. Oh, but bring tissues. About 90 minutes in, there's a big scene where... Hey! No spoilers! You've never seen Charlotte's Web? It's on my milk bucket list. Okay, fair enough. See you soon! I guess I should be happy that all the pets are no longer on the loose, but how can I go on knowing that my fortune was wrong? Do I really want to live in a cow town in which fortune cookie fortunes are only correct some of the time? And even then, it's only correct in a loose interpretive sort of way that's really just the reader filling in a bland statement with their own personal and meaningful details? Do I? Can I ever trust a fortune cookie again? Give me a sign! (laughs) What's that giant thing walking down the street? A giant evil fortune cookie! Well, if that's not a perfect metaphor, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I'm going to put an end to this. Hello? John, Sarah, Peter, the cow again. I've got you on a cow friend's call. Listen, there's a giant evil fortune cookie coming down the street. How do you know it's evil? Uh, just take a look out your window and see for yourselves. <laughs> I will destroy you all! I've got an idea, but I'm not gonna like it. You know all those animals you two helped me gather up? Uh-huh. Let them loose. What? Desperate times call for desperate moosers. Okay, Peter, we're ready when you are. On the count of three. Three! Wow! Look at all these animals come from! No! No, stop eating me! Turn away! Two! Sarah, John, Peter! The fortune cookie is gone! And look, hundreds and hundreds of fortunes are falling from the sky! Let's read one! What's the point? My first fortune today said that it would be the best day ever, and we can all see how that turned out. Oh, come on. Fine, if it'll make you happy. Mine says, today is going to be the best day ever? All of these fortunes are the same! Peter... Listen, I know you put a lot of faith in these fortune cookies, but the truth is, fortune cookies aren't real. They never were. But that doesn't mean they're all bad. A fortune simply asks us to reflect on ourselves, to look a little deeper, to appreciate what's around us. The only thing that has the power to make this the best day ever is you. Wow, I never thought of it that way. I really am lucky to have such great friends. Thanks, John and Sarah, the cows. By making me realize that I don't need to put my faith in fortune cookies, you've made this the best day ever. You got it, buddy. (gasps) And you know what that means, don't you? What's that? 
The fortune cookie was right. Oh, no, I don't think that's the point. You can always trust a fortune cookie. Oh, brother. The end. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a huge thanks to today's authors, Eason and Emmett. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a visitor from another planet. Tell us where the visitor is from and come up with something really surprising that they want from the people of Earth. Tell us why they want that surprising thing and then decide if they get it or not. Do the visitors from space and the humans of Earth get along? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. Thanks for listening. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Joan Crawley. This episode features performances by DJ Adzema, Eric Austin, Petey Gibson, April Laval, Vanessa Magula, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Joshua Nasser, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zambrano. Martian Mallows was written and produced by Eric Gerson and associate produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal arrangement and direction by Jack Mitchell. Having a Good Time Together was written by Rachel Winitsky and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. Something's just bugging me about all this Tiny Lee stuff. Like, if you think about it, like really think about it, if there is an infinite amount of tinier Lees out there, could it possibly be true that I'm the biggest one? Like, what are the odds that I would be the first, the very first in a long line of Lees? Which, of course, then begs the question, is there a bigger Lee out there somewhere? <laughs> I love Kiefer! Uh-oh. <laughs>